0: Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and I wonder, do you sometimes feel like you are meant to be alive? Do you believe you were born at the right time? Do you have questions on what you have to live for? In today's message, you will learn why God made you in this time and in this season. You are uniquely made in this time for this season to serve God's purpose, not only for him, but for others. Don't give up. You have something to live for.
1: From friends to lovers to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way.
0: This, this is stronger together, together closer to, to God. God. Every now and then, there will be times when we feel down. We may look at our current circumstances or might experience something that will bring us down. And if it is in these moments that we might question, What is it to live for? My wife or my husband left me, my job let me go, my kids don't want to listen to me, or my boss. and the people are getting on my last nerves. Or maybe you are a teenager or a young adult and the way your peers and teachers talk to you makes you want to give up. I just want to let you know that I have been there in those moments and times. And despite the mess, you are in the right time, in the right season, in the right place, according to God. See, God never said every day will be sunshine and lollipops. For he did promise, as Jeremiah 29 verse 11 tells us, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. And the way we can see this is to look through the spiritual eyes, not through our natural eyes. See, natural eyes will let us see what the circumstances that's bringing us down, that's making us upset, that's making us frustrated, that's making us fearful or worried. But when we look through a spiritual eye, do we look through the eyes of our heavenly father? It makes a whole world of difference. See, Paul informed the Ephesians in Ephesians 1 verses 17 and 19 that I ask the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father, to give you the spirit who will make you wise and reveal God to you so that you will know him. I ask that your minds may be open to see his light so that you will know what it is, the hope to which he has called you, how rich and wonderful blessings he promises people and how very great is his power at work in us who believe. And when things look like there is no hope, no solution, we might seek our Lord to give us the spiritual eyes to see his promises and his direction. For we were formed by him, not just created. See, Paul informed the Ephesians in Ephesians 1 verse 17 and 19 that I ask the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father, to give you the spirit who will make you wise and reveal God to you so that you will know him. I ask that your minds may be open to see his light so that you will know what is the hope to which he has called you. How rich are the wonderful blessings he promises his people and how very great is His power at work in us who believe. And when things look like there is no hope, no solution, we might seek our Lord to give us the spiritual eyes to see His promises and His direction, for we were formed by Him, not just created. See, within our study of Adam and Eve, we learn four things about God. One, He spoke it. Two, He created. It was so. Three, he separated it and four, he made a determination. Let's break that down into context of what we're talking about here. Okay, so in Genesis one, verse three to five, it says, then God said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night and evening passed and morning came marking the first day. So God spoke it, let there be light. And it was so, there was light. He made a determination. He saw that light was good. Then he separated to distinguish this is light and this is darkness. Then he went back, he spoke it. He called it day, he called darkness night. Again, he spoke it, it was created, it was so, he separated it and he made a determination. Let's see another verse of this happening. Genesis 1 verse 6 through 7. Then God said, let there be space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens and the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made the space to separate the waters from earth and the waters from the heavens. God called the space sky and evening passed and morning came marking the second day. Again, God spoke it. Let there be space between the waters. He separated it. This is going to be the waters towards heaven. This is the waters towards earth. It was so, and that is what happened. And then he made a determination. The space. He organized it, and he called it. God's called the space sky. And then he continued on and identifying this would mark the second day. See, it's it may be in different arrangements or whatnot. But notice what happens. He spoke it. It was created. It was so. He separated it and he made a determination. But see, when it came to man and woman, he did not just be created. He did not just pop it up into existence. He formed it. So he spoke it. It was formed. It was molded into shape into the best of his image. He separated it and he made a determination. And he gave man the authority to identify the name of this individual. See, in Genesis 2, 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, And the man became a living person. And later on, we see that he noticed that man should not be left alone. So he put man to sleep took a rib from his rib cage and formed the the potential person that would be called woman and distinguished this is man and this is woman and separated them. See, what we see proof of this and through others of the Bible is the impact of God forming man. Take a look at Isaiah 49 verse 1. Listen to what the prophet Isaiah said. Listen to me, all of you in distant lands. Pay attention. You who are far away, the Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, he called me by name. Check out David. David said in Psalms 139, verse 13, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knitted me together in my mother's womb. And even Job mentioned this in Job 33, verse 4. For the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. See, even Jeremiah has something to say about this, and he gave a best illustration of this. He said that the way we were formed is out of the potter's hands. Check this out. Jeremiah 18, verse 3 to 4. Then the Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, go down to the potter's shop and I will speak to you there. So I did as he told me and found the potters working at his will. But the jar he was making did not turn as he was at hope. So he crushed it into a lump of clay. Again, it started over. Then the Lord gave me this message. O Israel. Can I not do to you as this potter has done to this clay? As the clay is the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. See, we are formed into existence, meaning that there is a purpose and a reason why we are here in this presence, in this time, in this season, so that we can be able to do the Lord's will, despite what everybody is trying to do or say in the midst of the process. What it is, is the enemy that's trying to distract us and tear us and to guide us into the wrong direction. But our Heavenly Father is reminding us, I put you in this right time. I put you in this right season. I put you with the right people so that you, my will will be done. Not your will, but my will will be done through you. You have a purpose and a place on this earth right now. And see, here's the impact when we look through a spiritual eyes of our heavenly father versus the natural eyes of our heavenly father. Look at Numbers 13 verses one through three. As the Lord now said to Moses, send out men to explore the land of Canaan, the land that I'm giving to the Israelites. Send one leader from each of the 12 tribes. So Moses did as the Lord commanded. He sent out 12 men, all tribal leaders of Israel, from their camp in the wilderness of Paran. Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. So he gave them specific ways to get to the destination. He gave them questions to identify certain things that's going to confirm whether or not this is the land that God has promised the Israelites. So he sent out 12 and 10 of them are going to recognize that they're going to look through the natural eye. They're going to look through the eyes that we use every day, but they're going to be two that's going to look from a spiritual perspective and they're going to see a totally different illustration of what's going on. So let's check this out. And this was their report. So we're down at verse 27. So they did the assignment, came back and here is the report. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it was indeed bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. They actually brought the fruit, and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, and the Almanakites live in Geb, and the Hittites and the Jesuitites and the Amorites live in the hill country. Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. See, as they are telling the story, they're telling the rich of what they see with their eyes. Okay, the natural eyes. Here's what's seeing. It's beautiful. It's bountiful. And this and that. And everybody's like, ooh, ah. Uh-uh. Notice what Caleb tries to say as he stood before the people. Caleb says, let's go at once to take the land. We will certainly conquer it. Here's the ten from their natural eyes. So Caleb, from the spiritual eye, remembers this is the land that God possesses in us. We can take the land. We can get it at once. God has given us everything that Moses has shared with us. It's confirmation. Let's go. But notice the other ten and what they say. Here we go. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. We look at the natural eyes and look at our circumstances and situations, and that's what we say. We can't go up against them. We can't go up against the hatred. We can't go up against the poverty and the financial setback. We can't go up against a spouse that's treating me wrong. We can't go up against whatever that area is. We make it that giant bigger than God. And so what happened? that report got spread throughout the land. Even though the other two saw, despite the mess, God promised that we will get this land. This is the right season and the right time to do it. See, in conclusion, when things are not going your way, it seems like all hopes is lost, that you feel that you are all alone and there is no one there that you can turn to. I'm challenging you to look into the hills which comes to your helpless strength. Look up to the Lord and realize that the trick of the enemy, he's trying to kill, steal, and destroy the destiny that waits upon you. That's what happened with the 10. The enemy killed, steal, and destroyed from them to see the blessing and the favor that God was giving them. And the other two were able to see through spiritual eyes the difference of it. See, what we need to do in these moments and times when we feel this low is to connect with the right people, connect with the right resources that can help you let go of the burden and give it to the Lord so that he can carry it, that he can help you present. See, if there's anybody on here who's listening to this message right now, you don't know where to turn or where to go. I'm going to encourage you right now to seek your local church. Online church, you can connect with us. We will help you along this journey to find the right perspective, God's perspective, so that you won't see all hope is lost. And if push comes to shove, if you need to connect with someone and you just need someone to talk to, I encourage you to connect with the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 800 273 8255. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you call that number, they'll connect you within your own specific country, the right people that can help you along the way. Remember, you are uniquely made in this time and in this season, in this place to do the will of the Lord and to help others along the way.
1: Thank you for listening to this message today. I hope this was a blessing to you. Keep in mind that we are going to be doing something new this month of March since it's women's. History Month. We're actually going to be doing a special podcast episode, and we'll tell you more details about that on our website at s2c2gministry.com. Or you can go on to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Instagram page. Just look for Stronger Together, Closer to God, and we will tell you about this exciting thing that we're going to have some great conversations about how women are taking care of their minds, they're taking care of their bodies, they're taking care of their Health and are doing it God's way. Don't forget that we do these podcasts every Mondays. This is Motivational Money, so I hope that you will continue to listen. And put that like in for these podcasts if you're enjoying these messages. In addition, on Tuesdays, we do Bible studies every Tuesday on the Facebook page. So check us out on that Facebook page. And if you need to get in connection with us, because we got a lot of workshops and activities going on, you just need to make a free 30-minute consultation with us. Feel free to just connect with us. All you have to do is just email us at S2C2G. Podcast.com.
0: Joining us on Stronger Together Closer to God podcast. Please continue to join us weekly as we share godly wisdom and advice to you. If you have any prayer requests or would like to sign up for a free 30
1: minute consultation with us, drop us a line at s 2 c 2 podcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to partner with us by clicking
0: on the partners tab on the website. The more you give, the more we can spread the word and help us to reach our vision of bringing one million married couples stronger together, closer to God. Feel free to check us out on our website at S2C2GMinistry.com. Until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.